Welcome, everybody. I was going to try to start this by emphatically saying the name of this episode, but quite frankly, I can't. If you can't deduce from the sound of my voice, I am more than a little bit under the weather right now. There's not a lot of gas in the vocal tank, so I'm going to try to squeak this episode out as relatively quick and concisely as a long-winded person can. This episode isn't going to be filled with a lot of the usual business up front and the plugs and everything. I just kind of want to get right down to it and let you know this is what you're going to get for this week, and I think I'm going to take next week off too so we can hopefully come back strong after the first of the year. And also, being as sick as I have the last several days, the last thing I wanted to do was try to get somebody else in front of the microphones or get somebody else sick. Been trying to do the courteous thing and keep to myself the last several days. But no matter what germs may be keeping me down, I wanted to give this brief but thankful and reflective episode of Climax the Podcast, Love Letter to a Small Town. You know, episode one of this show wasn't even a year ago yet, and that's crazy to think how much has changed in that year. What started as just Climax the Podcast, well now Climax the Podcast is part of this overarching thing called CSDN, the Climax Scott's Digital Network, and I'm happy to share if you didn't see it on the website, CSDN is now officially and formally a 501c3 nonprofit organization. Hopefully that's going to mean a lot more to the community in time, but this isn't the place to talk about all those details. Every day that goes by, we continue to discover what Climax Scott's digital network is and what it can be. And a lot of that has been thanks to the work with the journalism class in Climax Scott's community schools in the high school. That's been such a pleasure, and we've got, gosh, I think six or seven different podcasts that the students have been part of already. I am so happy that I've had the opportunity to work with Jennifer Wright, all the students in her journalism class in fifth hour there at Climax Scott's High School, all the different students, staff, and faculty. It truly has been my pleasure to be in the walls of CS again, but maybe wearing a little bit different hat and looking through a little bit different lens than in the past. And to that point, I want to say this. Let's lead with, I always thought this was a case as a kid who went to Climax Scott's K-12, through but I really see it more now through the lens of an adult or in my case, a reasonable facsimile of an adult. I see just how much the students, staff, and faculty of the entirety of Climax Scott's Community Schools truly cares about each and every one of these kids that's in the school system. I know there's a lot of different kinds of experiences at Climax Scott's. You've got kids who are who knows what generation going K-12 through at Climax Scott's Community Schools, and there's people that transferred in maybe later on into their education. But to know what I felt when I was a K-12 student at Climax Scott's and to now see a little bit of the other side of that coin, it does my heart good knowing just how much this community still continues to love and care for one another. I do want to give some thanks. Some of it may be repetitive because for some of these cases I say it every week. But I really want to thank the sponsors. We're not going to do the full ad reads and everything this week. But this show started truly as just a love letter to a small town. And thanks to the sponsors, it was able to become a little bit more than the original vision. So thanks to my good buddy Kristen Wachowski with State Farm. Thanks to Chris and Rand from Eldred Homestead Bed and Breakfast. And thanks to PHS. PHS is not a monetary sponsor, but so many of the episodes of this show could not have happened without the archival access that we had thanks to PHS and just the work that's been done since 1984. I mean, gosh, at this point, just a little short of half the episodes of this podcast wouldn't exist because those are archival recordings. And when I look back and think about just some of the cool stuff this podcast has been able to do, hearing from some of Neva Vosberg's great-grandchildren that they've never heard great-grandma's voice. I know a lot of people may not realize the Drolette family is a relation to me, but hearing from my family member that they had not heard great-grandpa's voice or grandpa's voice since he passed away in 75... 
that that's been some very powerful stuff to just hear what these episodes have meant to some people, especially those archival recordings like that, where in a lot of cases, almost all the cases, the voices hadn't been heard by the family members in 20 years or more. Heavy on the and more in some cases. I also want to thank all those people who sat down with me for completely original interviews. Lark Murphy, Mark Sinclair, Julie Tiller, Dwayne Drollett Jr., Bob Weesus Jr., Jim and Charlene Longman, the Pride of Scots organization, Cindy Bristol, Luke Lawrence, Jim Cummings, Kevin Langs, Tyler Langs, Heather Wexler, Jennifer Wright, and Carla Evans. You know, I could do a podcast that's nothing but me talking, but you guys will get sick of it pretty darn quick. And that's probably about where you are right now, and my voice is giving out on me, so I kind of want to get to the sappy feel-good part of this for me anyhow. If you've listened to this show since the beginning, or you followed me personally on social media, even outside of podcast stuff or CSDN stuff, you may not know all the details, but you know that the last few years of my life have been a bumpy road. And no one likes a bumpy road, but you understand why that road is bumpy in hindsight. And a lot of that has to do with learning. And I think even more of that has to do with learning to appreciate either what you have or what you have had. And for me, through all those forms of difficulty, what I learned most was I'd basically spent half my life in the Climax area and half my life in the Chicago area. And I was able to kind of draw a line in the sand, the sand being my entire life to that moment. And I was able to definitively say which half was happier. And I knew that I wanted to get home. That was a big goal. And for a lot of folks, myself included, it seemed like there was a clear and present path home. And then this lovely legal matter happened, and it completely derailed that dream. But again, sometimes things work out just about the way they were supposed to. I wasn't able to take the path I thought was going to bring me home. I was able to take a completely different path. And here I am. I'm home. And there's no words I can say on a podcast that will ever convey how much that means to me. And you all have been a really big part of that. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Thank you for all the different forms of support for Climax the Podcast and the Climax Scots Digital Network. Thank you for all the support of the student projects we put out so far through CSDN. And thanks for believing in me. This show and everything CSDN is doing right now, that wouldn't happen without the good-hearted and the kind folks of the Climax Scots community. I know I say some form of this just about every week, but you know what? It's Christmas time. Let's put a big fancy gifting bow on this podcast for this week. Again, we're going to take next week off, but hopefully we'll be back just after the first of the year with more new episodes of Climax the Podcast. Love letter to a small town. I'll talk to you guys soon. A very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year and a Happy Holiday Season to all of you out there in Climax the Podcast land. This week, we're going to go out on a little bit different tune. One that means a whole lot more to me this year than any other year. Take care, everybody. I'm dreaming tonight of a place I know Even more than I usually do And although I know it's a long I promise you I'll be home for Christmas.
have snow and mistletoe and presents on the tree. Christmas Eve will find me where the love light gleams. I'll be home for Christmas if only.